All right, Sam. I think it's time we start recording this now. Oh, I think it is time indeed. And this is an exciting night just to talk about sports. So so much going on, dude. There is a lot going on right now. Uh, on the front page, though, you got you got probably count the uh, second biggest tournament in the world. You know, it goes Super Bowl then World Cup. <laughs> I would beg to differ. I don't know if you knew this, but over 10 billion people watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that or not. <laughs> 10 billion? Dude, the the world's population just reached 8 billion last month. Yeah, I know. Yes. So, so do the math, man. Yes, dude. That We're intergalactic. Intergalactic, yeah, yes. A different universe. Spreading the cosmos, uh-huh. dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> people want to know who's going to be Super Bowl champion. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, quick random fact here, speaking of the galaxy. What I learned from reading a book on the on the human body, if we were to expand all of our DNA strands into a, a huge, uh, huge line, it would reach past the planet Pluto. That's like, how much DNA we have that is just exceptionally small in our bodies. Wait, you, mean, you, you mean like everybody on planet Earth? Just one or one, one person? One person. One person. Now keep in mind too that a billion DNA strands stacked together make up the width of a human hair. That is absolutely amazing, dude. Absolutely amazing. So that that just tells you what the body consists of. We we are specimens, dude. Living in a galaxy that has... <laughs> I got a question that. Yeah. <laughs> that really doesn't feel like it adds up. I really... Yes, yes. Plus Pluto for one person? Uh-huh. We don't... No. no. I, I might have to reread that that chapter. Pluto's pretty fucking far away, man. It is man. pretty fucking far yeah. away. Yes. Let's, yes. let's, 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 how far away is Pluto? How many millions of miles? I'm gonna say like I'm gonna say like like 800. So the sun million, is 93 million. Yeah, the sun is 393 million miles away from from planet Earth. 300. I thought it was 93 million. Oh, is it? Yeah, because it takes eight minutes to get here, and, and speed goes at 3.0 times 10 to the eighth. So oh. it's eight zeros. Okay. And 93 million would have seven digits. So it's basically 30. How far is the sun? 91.5. Yeah, so million. 93 million. Yeah. Nice. nice. Good work. Okay. And I, I think I said 800 million for Pluto. How far is Pluto? From Earth. Well, it should be like a billion. Right. Oh, oh damn. 3.2 billion. Yo, that shit, that shit is out there. Wow. Wow. Wow, dude. How, how, how many light years will it take to go to, to Pluto? That's... That's one of the questions right there. 200. What? It wouldn't take a light year to reach it. This is the average distance. It wouldn't even get near a light year away. Okay. Now, what is considered one light year? One light. It's only 263 light minutes away. I don't know, man. This is. Wow. This is a question for Neil deGrasse Tyson. (laughs) It really is, dude. (laughs) I didn't learn about this in school. Okay. This this goes beyond my scope of. This goes of beyond num- number crunching right yes. now, and, or physical fitness. Uh huh. You know, if you ask me if I can get the people that live on Pluto, if I get them in shape, probably, <laughs> as long as they have an anaerobic and aerobic energy systems. Yes, exactly, dude. Have have to complete, have to complete that. Okay, I'm gonna look this up. How many miles is one light year? Would it be relative? Oh, it, yeah. Okay, light zips through interstellar space at 186,000 miles per, per second. second. 
Oh my God, and 5.8 trillion miles per year. So you're right, it is certainly relative. Hard to measure one light year in miles. It's just not possible. That's fucking, that's fast. Yeah, yeah it is, yeah, yeah it is. Let's adjust this gain real quick. So, sounds good. How do we sound on the on the headset? Let's see. Sorry guys, we're doing some, some live editing right now. That's what makes this, the show so special. It does make it special. Oh, we also have an ad playing. Oh shit, well, we didn't have it before. You know what I did? Right. Um, I forgot to do that. There we go. <laughs> and it's the great voice of Stephen A. Smith in that ad. Nice. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. I'm just getting beat right yeah, now. Whatever. Time out. All right. All right. So if you listen to Stephen A. Smith, you know he's getting beaten in a debate if he just starts saying the word time out. And he says it not once or twice, but like seven or eight times. Max Kellerman was kicking his ass one time. Yes. And he was I like, love Max. Time out. Time out. Time out, time out, time out, hey, time out, time out, time out, time out, Max. He has to gain his composure back yeah, before he, he comes with a point to reply to what Max Kellerman just said. Exactly, exactly. It's it's like those advertisements for the, the Twix bar. Yeah. When you need to answer a question that, that you have no idea how to answer, you're like, have a Twix bar first and then think about it. Dude, that shit's fucking funny. <laughs> that is that Crazy. is too funny. Oh my god. That is way too funny. Wow. Wow. Okay, so speaking of, of a planet that has 8 billion people on it. Yep. Uh, the World Cup is watched on uh, on a four-year basis. Average attendance, sorry, average viewership on the TV is about 5 billion people. Hey man, that's, that's only half the Super Bowl then, man. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. <laughs> it needs to catch up, it's dude. Gotta catch up. Maybe one year it will. It's but gotta catch up. Yes. All right. Yes. So what what's happening? We dude, had two games today. The World Cup is very exciting right now. So we are in the quarterfinals. We have finished half of the Elite Eight, or so it's it's called for you March Madness fans. Uh, so the the final eight teams left. Uh, so now it's kind of the last six teams left because we have two matches to play tomorrow. But um, speaking today. We had Argentina face off against the Netherlands, and then Croatia and Brazil. Both of these games went into extra time, and not only that, but they both went into penalty shootouts, which is absolutely amazing. So for that to happen in one day, <laughs> for two matches, uh, that's that's just some world class action with with both teams, um, who, you know, all four of them deserve to play in the in the final four but only two of them can so I do think that um, Argentina was certainly the better side against Holland um, they they played with a great um, amount of finesse Lionel Messi was an absolute master on the field per usual the man is is absolutely ageless he he had um, one goal and then one beautiful assist so the man is can still get after dude. he's world cupless right he does yes, not have a World, World Cup. World Cup. So what? What makes this tournament run so special is he is thirty-seven. Let me see. Thirty-five. I'm sorry, um, and he is playing in, in arguably his last World Cup here. Okay, so he has played in five World Cups, which is absolutely amazing. He's played wow. the first World Cup he played in was when he was fifteen. Wow. And obviously, at that point, he rode the bench for the Argentinian. National team, but still, he was invited to be on the roster, which is quite a special ordeal. So the man is an absolute legend, and um, I am rooting for him so hard because he's 
He's a selfless player, so humble, does his job day in, day out, very quiet, but a, a, a quiet leader on the pitch. And so I want to see, see them win so badly, dude. And to be honest, I was rooting for a, um, a Final Four matchup between Argentina and Brazil, but unfortunately that will not be happening. It's going to be Argentina-Croatia in that matchup. Now, Croatia was the World Cup runner-up in 2018. They lost to France okay. in that final. Um, I so, didn't know they are good at soccer. Yes, yes, they are. They are. They are definitely the underdog going in, into this matchup, but okay. they have that... Fighter mentality. Are they inside that, the top ten in world spirit. rankings, are they a top ten team? That's a great question. Uh, I feel like definitely top twenty. I feel like they wouldn't be top ten just because I, I know nothing about it. <laughs> but just gut feeling. Gut, gut feeling. research favorite sleeper. Let's gut see. research favorite. Sleeper. Croatia is twelfth right now. Okay, and, so respectable. Uh, yes, very respectable. And the ultimate surprise, though, is. They beat Brazil, who was ranked first in the world by a big margin. Mm-hmm. I mean, they that ha- they have world class talent on that team. Neymar is not even sure if he'll play for Brazil after this World Cup, which is ast- astonishing news. The man has shouldered such a heavy burden for that team, um, and he is now tied, or he beat Pele for the all time goal scoring record for the Bra- the Brazilian national team with seventy seven goals. Very Im- impressive there. Wow. Yes. Yes. Across all matches played, so that includes um, domestic, World Cup, friendlies, all of that good stuff. Who has the most all-time? That's Ronaldo? A fantastic question. Or Messi? Um, it's a guy one of those two. It has to be. I'm going to say... I'm going to say it's probably Ronaldo from Brazil, who, who played back in the 80s and 90s. It's Ronaldo. Oh, it is. Top goal scorers in football history. Now, is that for... Okay, yes. Let's see the... Does uh, that combine international with club? Um, the Portuguese Cristiano Ronaldo is highest goal scorer in the world. 819 official goals. I, I assume it includes all of his games. No? Let's see. It's got to. Yes. Why would yes. they just include some of them? You are right. I mean, as long as it's not like, you know, practice uh-huh. or scrimmage. Uh-huh. You are right. It's got to include all of them. Cristiano R- Ronaldo is the all-time leading scorer for international football. So, um... And then you got this he guy. He scored... Biken. Yes, yes. Uh, Ronaldo has 819 goals to his name, both for club and country. Okay. Now, just for the country of Portugal, he has 118 goals. Still, just in international play? Yes. Is that still yes. first? Mm-hmm. So he's like the Wayne Gretzky of soccer? Yes, sir. Just yes, sir. He has all the records and, offensively? Yes. And Messi, he's third in both all, all-time goals with 790 and then also third with international goals at 94. Yeah, but I'm, I'm looking at this and it's almost like Messi is a little bit just not a better career, but he's done it in 142 less games. Yes, very And he's true. only 29 goals away. From Ronaldo. Grant Ronaldo is still playing, and he has no plans to retire. Right. Now, right? I believe Ronaldo is older than Messi. Is it Ronaldo? Didn't he get a big contract to go and play in the Saudi? Oh, massive contract, yes. I was hoping he'd come to the, to, to the U.S., because yes. then I would have gone to see Ronaldo play if it was, like, on, you know, FC Miami. Right. And then they come and play Seattle, and he has, like, 18 goals. Kind of like me playing FIFA in my pro. <laughs> I usually have, my like, seven or eight goals in theory. FIFA. I love it. Speaking of which, FIFA 23 is on sale right now on Steam. It's like 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, down yeah. from like 67. I Let's don't know. go. I might buy it. You should, dude. Just because it is. It's on, a fun game. It's 
percent off. It's a really fun game. Now, speaking of that fat contract that Ronaldo signed with um, a domestic team in Saudi Arabia, they are paying him two hundred million euros a year. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> that puts baseball contracts to fucking shit. Yeah, yes, a year. <laughs> a year. Two hundred million a year. The Saudi. How, 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 how many have years? Have a lot of money to spend. How many years? Uh, that is a two-year deal. So, sorry, two and a half-year deal. Wow. Yes. Holy shit. Yes. That's massive, dude. That is that massive. That is mind-boggling. Okay, oh my so God. what is that in, in uh, U.S. dollars? So the the euro and dollar are pretty even right now. I think it's only like what, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's it is. Yeah, dollar five. But okay. back when the euro was stronger, it was like a buck 15, a buck 18, and you put that in a scale, Oof. and that's quite a bit more. That is astronomical. Quite a bit more, but yeah, the... the for some, for some financial news, um, <laughs> yeah. So inflation is not only affecting us in the U.S., right? It's actually a more of a global issue. Sure. And because the, the United States is basically artificially pumping up their own interest rates, it's making the dollar more expensive, therefore devaluing other world currencies against it, which is why mm. the euro right now is lower than what it traditionally is. Interesting. Yeah, so okay. it, 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 um, I believe at one point, it actually, I don't know if it dropped below it for the first time, but I think it was a it was a one-to-one um, for the first time in, I can't remember how long, but definitely in like the past century wow. or so that, um, that yeah, the trading value of the euro to the US dollar was even. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's actually kind of scary. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> really if, is. If you just think about this from a global financial perspective, uh-huh. I mean, granted, like, What's happening in China still, and because the, they're still practicing like zero COVID policies, which is affecting global production, um, but they're starting to roll back some of their uh, we'll call them shenanigans uh, that, that's been going on the past three mm-hmm. three years or so. Um, so yeah, the, the the world economy should be should be bouncing back. I think it's going to be a bit of a bearish market come twenty twenty three. And um, we'll start to see like interest rates finally go back down. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen gas go down. Yeah. But with the China market opening back up, gas might re-level a little higher than what it is right now. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's gonna be a tumultuous market. Yeah, it's a constant the, ebb and in the flow. next year. Oh, no constant. Doubt. Yeah, constant. Yeah. So hold on to your crypto if you still have it. <laughs> I still have there it. Hold, I'm holding on for dear life. There we go. Hoping, <laughs> hoping something happens. Something happens. Dear God. Something happens. But. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of the world, going back to the World Cup, um, we got two more games tomorrow morning, bright and early, right? Uh, with the Euro, England, France. Uh, we got the pound versus the Euro. <laughs> the British the pound. pound versus the versus the EU Euro. That's right. What do you got for me on this? Because I don't That's know anything right. about it. Okay, so the 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 better team coming into this game, in in my belief, at least from group stage play, France? Uh, no, has been England. Yeah, okay, they are undefeated in their past five games. Um, yeah, well, they they tied the U.S. Right, right, but they absolutely smacked. Oh yeah, Iran. They did. Yeah. Um, I mean, they they have run away with so many games in this World Cup, with the exception of that draw against yeah. the U.S. France right now is is sure that they have the man. Kylian Mbappe, who almost Mbappe, yes, Mbappe, who uh, will probably win the Golden Boot Mm -hmm. Award given to the best goal scorer um, of the tournament. But they are playing without a key midfielder in Paul Pogba for this entire tournament. Um, Does France have one white guy on the team? They have a couple. Do they? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I remember there was a big controversy years ago where um, maybe just oh, the last World Cup cycle where some of the players. We're disappointed with the fact that, you know, 
if it wasn't for soccer or football, like they wouldn't be recognized at all in mm. France. Like racism that's was still wild. very much alive. Damn, that's wild. In in um, in the EU and and in France, right? But uh, I was just curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're probably the the most prominent white player on France is Hugo Lloris, who's their their goalkeeper. Lloris. Um, yes. <laughs> and then they also have uh, Rabiot um, in the defensive midfield. Rabiot. And, Benjamin P- Pavard in defense. Dude, these, these Frenchmen got great names. <laughs> they do, Rabio. They do. Is that really oh, how you say it? There he is. Rabio. The man, the myth, the, the legend on the front page for France on the on the ESPN site. That's Rabio. Ah, uh, this Hugo Lorry. Oh, Lorry. Yep. Lo- yep. Hugo. Lo- that is Lorry. Lorry. Mbappe. Lorry. Yes, Lo- yes. So France is is playing um, not only without Paul Pogba in the midfield. But I know also- Pogba. Yes. Isn't uh, Henri French? Thierry Henri? Yes. Is he, is he yes. on the team? The legend. Uh, he last played in the World Cup in 94. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Good guess, though, dude. Did he play in the MLS in the late 2000s? Yes. He played for the Red yes. Bulls. He did. He did. Yes. Yes. Uh, so he but played in 93? 94? What? He, no. he was at his peak probably in the... Uh, no, I'm sorry. His his last World Cup was probably 2002. I was about to say, there's no yes. like not 93 or maybe maybe 06. Okay. No, it was 06 because that was the classic match between France and Italy for the okay. final. Okay, that's right. That's right. So I was like, you mean yes. he was just just dropping it on the MLS when he was like 50 years old then? Like, <laughs> he probably could at that point. The probably, MLS was stunk. Yeah, yeah, very true, very true. Where do they rank <laughs> as far as like world league rankings? <clears throat> Definitely not not high. No, 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 because you you have the power five, so to speak, in Europe, and then it's what the EPO, La Liga, um, the the French one, League League Un, yeah, Bundesliga, the German one, yep, and, and then is it the Spanish? No, 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 Serie A for Italy, Italy, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. So where does where does the 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 Saudi league stand then? Um, in terms of of money and profit margins for for each team, very very high. What, but in terms of well, like competitive overall, I mean, like, competitiveness, um, definitely on the lower so end. So is Ronaldo just, just going to rake? Yes. Yeah. He's, <laughs> yes. I mean, that's why they are paying him so much money. They they expect the best out of him. The, he's, the he's, man he's going to be a gold machine. To destroy. Yes. They're going to be like, yes, okay, dude. listen to me. Here's the play. You pass the ball to Christian. <laughs> that's it oh my god that's the play. I love it I love it now did you hear what the Saudi princes gave their national team when they beat Argentina in group stage play did they give them uh, Rolexes they, oh, they gave Rolls them Royce. Rolls Royce Rolls, Rolls Royce yeah yes. that's what it was yes. Rolls Royce yeah. absolutely amazing dude. yeah that's, that's, I mean, that's the car bonkers. yeah and Rolls- to think that Argentina rose from that game, their first game of the World Cup, getting beat 2-0 against yep. Saudi Arabia, and now they are going to the Final Four of the yeah. World Cup. Fun fact, Rolls-Royce was the company that made the uh, engines during uh, World War One and World War Two for the fighter planes. I knew that, yeah. 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 That is a fun fact. Yeah. Yes. In case you're wondering, yes. so Rolls-Royce dates way back. It does. So does dude. Volkswagen, but don't go into that history. Oh, right. <laughs> Don't want to pull a Kyrie, guys. You know? Right, right, right. Exactly. Nothing wrong exactly. with Volkswagen. Uh, so one, Just one don't more Google note. It. Yes. <laughs> one more note here about France is they they have been playing all tournament long without Kareem Benzema, who was voted the Kareem. best player in the world this 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 past year. First name Kareem. Kareem. Oh, uh, Kareem. Or 
Karim. It's uh, spelled K A. R I M. About to say. So I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Kareem. His parents are basketball fans. Yes, indeed. Kareem, indeed. So, uh, you know, France entering this matchup. I would, I have to think they'd be the underdog. Um, I wonder what the spread is on this. If there is one, there's got to be. There has to be, dude. There has to be. Um, okay. Now their their head to head record. This is interesting. Um, England have and France have played each other in. International friendlies um, in the past four out of the five matchups, mm-hmm. um, and England is actually um, losing that uh, previous bat- battle with with France. So France have that edge. However, England have a goal scoring machine in Harry Kane, whereas France Harry Kane, Kylie Mbappe sounds right? like hurricane. It really does, dude. Harry Kane, he is a hurricane on, on the pitch. It is hard to, to stop that man. Has he been doing well this tournament? Yes. Yes. So right now it's France is favored by half a goal. So they are. Wow. Basically they're sitting there to win by one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's basically a pick on though, looks like. Plus Over under forty five. Actually, two and a half it's, goals. it's it's wow. a pretty favorable bet to, to bet on Spain, money line. I mean Spain? Uh Spain. England. Yes. Yes. Spain. <laughs> Spain. Spain got smacked. <laughs> um you actually could take England money line plus one forty five. Oh, you can get France minus half of plus one forty five. Oh, it is an interesting bet. There's no draw though. I don't know why there's a fucking draw option. I guess if it goes all the way to PKs, it doesn't well, count a, as, as a, a win. draw option. Yeah, but there shouldn't be because it's going to go to PKs. No. Yeah, right. Now I I believe that's if that would be a, a draw. That would only count if it's a draw after the regulation time. Oh, okay. Well, so PKs, before they they go into extra time. I feel like it's still got. I don't know. Gray area betting. It is, dude. Mm-hmm. It is. Yes, yes, very true. So on the other side of that bracket there, um, uh, in addition to France, England, is Morocco and Portugal. I am definitely rooting for the underdog here. I love how Morocco has played um, in their match against Spain when they won against them in penalties. Morocco had 28% of the possession of the ball in that match. Wow. Um, Absolutely nothing. But they were just steadfast on the defensive front. Allowed Spain to pass almost a thousand times, but without much much threat for most of the match. So uh, it's it's just an, an absolutely masterclass of a p- performance. That was like when uh, Spain took a thousand penalty kicks. <laughs> Didn't matter, <laughs> right? Right? Didn't matter. They got blocked every damn time. Gotta make your free throws. Yes. Gotta make yes, your free very throws. Very true. So this is um, kind of two two sides of the coin here. You have. Morocco going in, into this matchup, a very d- defensively um, skilled team. And then you have Portugal also coming into, into this match, who just last week won 6-1 to one, um, against their, their rival. Uh, I believe that was against Switzerland in the, in the, the round of 16. Mm-hmm. So they smacked them. Okay. Um, so you have the offensive juggernaut against the defensive stalwart. This is going to be quite... A match there. Um, I do believe Portugal is favored. I mean, it, it would be. I'd be very surprised if if they were not. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely a match to watch. Uh, France England kicks off at eleven. Morocco Portugal kick off at seven. These are uh, standard Pacific Coast times. Mm-hmm. Do you know um, who's got the best goaltender left of the other remaining teams? Best goaltender um, in my mind is going to probably go to 
France with Hugo Lloris. Yeah, he has the most experience of those those four teams. Um, he's an absolute brick wall. Yeah, in in, in the net. Um, I want to say Hugo Lloris now is uh, he has to be at least thirty four or thirty five. Um, the man is just an absolute legend. He looks like a goalie. Yes, he is thirty five, six foot two. Um, he is what you would call an acrobatic goalie. So there are some loves to dive keepers. Yes. Some keeps who are just great at positional yeah. awareness, yeah. whereas he just, just loves to fly, dude. Yeah. Kind of hangs out in the middle more, mm-hmm. just yep. loves to go. Yep. I was a positional goalie. Yeah. I'm not big enough to not be a positional goalie. <laughs> right, like, right, right, right. Like, I have to be a positional goalie. <laughs> kind of by necessity. Yes. yes. And I played yes. a very high arc as well. Oh, very good. I was like halfway in the cre- out of the crease, basically. Wow. Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't okay. that far, but it was, I, yeah. I was pretty far up. But you certainly cut, cut down the oh, angles. Try yeah. my best. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Try my best. Yep, yep. Took I up like a tad it, bit more space. I like it. Okay, so who's going to win tomorrow? Okay, so tomorrow, uh, the, the last two teams going into the Final Four is going to be, and you heard it here first, is going to be <laughs> Portugal and England. Portugal, England? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. I think I'm going to be an Argentina fan for the next yeah. ne- next few weeks. Yes. Me too. Me too. So, um, and then if we're going into the final, um, I'm going to pick Argentina versus England, and that would be an absolute cracker of a matchup. Mm-hmm. You want to bet ten bucks on that to see if England and Argentina will be the the two teams in there? Dude, you're basically taking my money. Like, like, <laughs> like I know nothing about soccer. Like nothing. Nothing. <laughs> but then again, based on what we've seen throughout this entire World Cup, yeah. it has been upset city. Okay, so, so what was the bet? Okay, if if Argentina and England reach the final. Okay. Yes. And so any other result? Any other result, I lose. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Argentina-England? Yeah, sure, why not? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, sure. Fuck yeah. We'll bet that. We'll bet <laughs> yes, that. Why let's, not? Let's, let's go. Any let's other go. result? All right. All right, and that is cold hard cash. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> Just it is. like last time. Just like last time. <laughs> Just like last time. Love it. Love it. All, All right, right, folks. So, so go, go, uh, go, France. <laughs> yes, right. Go France. Go Morocco. Go Lori. Uh, Hugo. Croatia. Yes, yes. Hugh. Hugh. Hugo. <laughs> Hugo. Yeah, it'll be some high octane matches tomorrow. So, um, very, very fun. I will. I will definitely tune in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, so moving on, kind of still taking place on the world stage. Taking place right now. Yes, right now. Um, has been this this massive trade between the U.S. and Russia, including two individuals who are at the opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, you know, I mean, you have one. Well, they're both like women. Yes, yes, very true. <laughs> <laughs> This is the one commonality. <laughs> I, I think so. I think so. So you have Brittany Griner on one side and Victor Boot on the other, the merchant of death, being traded for a WNBA star. All-star. <clears throat> All-star, right. Probably right. a Hall of Famer. Yeah. She'll be a Hall of Famer. No fucking doubt. I mean, dude. is she I think she has solidified her ticket, actually, by coming home now. Like, Yes. Yes. Um, she is... 6'9". Six 6'9". Nine. Six nine. Yeah. She's wow. tall. She can yeah, dunk. she is. She is. She can dunk. She would dominate me in most mm-hmm. physical activities. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, this is interesting. This is also by Fox News, so take it with a grain of salt. Okay, yeah, Fox News. Um, <laughs> but it says that the Russian state TV has mocked the U.S. for this 
prisoner exchange. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say as far as uh, notoriety is concerned, uh, the Russians probably got the better part of this. Uh-huh. I guess on the positive side, you know, it's good to have you home, Brittany. I'm glad that you're out of a Russian gulag because God knows what those conditions were like. So I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm happy you're, you're not suffering anymore. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, it's kind of too bad it came down to this in, in order to get you home. Just as far as like the whole situation, right? Like, I think you had like less than a full cartridge worth of weed, so it's like basically less than a gram, and then they sentence you to like what was it like twelve years hard labor, or mm-hmm. something like that, and fucking crazy. Yeah. But then again, you know, can't bring weed into foreign country, no, man. You certainly can't, especially not Russia. Yeah. Especially when you know we talked about this earlier that just wait eighteen hours when you get home, you can buy right. more. Right. You know, you can buy more. Don't take that into one of the most restrictive yeah. countries on planet Earth. Yeah. Come People are now. saying that though. It's like. It's the inequality of pay and the the pay gap between NBA and their counterpart in WNBA that like caused right. her to be Russia in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then you look at her salary. I mean, she's still making two hundred twenty k a year. Yes. Right? And I'm sure that there are other endorsements and um, you know uh, uh, advertising deals and other things that occur with, with her contract with within the what you place? She plays for the Suns, I believe, or, or or the Mercury, I think the Phoenix Mercury. Um, I think that's what they're called, right? Let's see. Yeah, the Phoenix Mercury. Yes. Yeah, Phoenix Mercury. So she she must have some kind of deal with them, where she's making above that. But right. re- regardless, like two hundred twenty five k a year to play basketball, that's not a bad deal. No, it's not. That's not it a bad really deal at all. Deal. So that's definitely enough really to live on and survive. Now, yeah, I don't know what else she's making on top of that, or if there's any other thing else going on as to why she's playing in Russia, or mm-hmm. if the money's that good. Mm-hmm. But I don't. It, it shouldn't boil down to the fact that you know she wasn't being paid enough in the U.S. to play. Right. Right. Yeah. Very true. Um, I I think on the other hand here, it's going to be interesting to see what Russia does with Victor Boot um, because you know as Many have already guessed he is a big um, ally of Vladimir Putin's. Um, Also, Victor has one of the strongest mustache games in recent memory. The the man is loaded up up top there. (laughs) And um, yeah, it's it's just a a very interesting trade there. And then also Paul Wallen, Mm -hmm. the U.S. Marine, is still stuck in Russia. So I do wish he was a part of that trade. Um, it does seem a bit one-sided, um, uh, but at the same time, I, I do wonder how much of a threat Victor still poses to yeah. the, the world. Well, let's put it this way: on the grand stage, weapons were still being ran anyway on a global stage. Yeah, like the the subtraction of this one person is not going to stop mm-hmm. the the global arms trade. You know, from from the whether it's the black market, country to country, you know, business to business, etc. Right. Um, it it you're right. and plus if he ever is caught anywhere internationally again doing anything remotely wrong, he's gonna probably gonna get extradited somewhere and thrown back into prison elsewhere. So yeah, I think Victor Boot is going to be uh, just drinking some vodka and laying low for the next few months. Yes, or get thrown right back into it. I mean, right? Maybe he's just that kind of crazy motherfucker. I mean, like <laughs> I don't I I know nothing about the guy. I guess there's a movie yeah. about him. Yes, um, the Lord of War. Yeah, Nicholas Cage. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Rule yeah. number one, don't get killed by your own merchandise. I remember that from the movie or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Some bullshit <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. He, he spent 14 years in, in jail in the in the U.S. Wow, dude. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. So, um, big big trade here. Glad to see Briner, sorry, Griner coming home. We can call her Briner. Briner. I, 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 I kind of like Be Griner, Briner. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 All right, so Bri- Briner's back. 
Yes. So is she going to hop back in the basketball? Because WNBA is going on right now. Isn't it, it is. It is. I think uh, based on the potential psychological uh, traumatic events that have happened to her in the past nine months, she might take this this year off gonna, and just kind of reset. I'm going to say she's going she's gonna to hoop. Yeah? I bet is. you she was hooping in the gulag a little bit, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Do you think sure. she made friends? Over, she must have. I mean, people, humans she are still humans. Have. Humans are yes. humans, right? I mean, yes. I mean, they're on a shit situation, but you figure that you know she must mm-hmm. have made some kind of connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think she was hooping in the gulag a little bit? When she had time, yes. When, when she was allowed to. Huh? I, I feel like Russian prisons are very far from American prisons, so I doubt they had a basketball hoop there. <laughs> So I'm actually I'm gonna say the answer was no, <laughs> that she was not hooping. Now I I do imagine her as a as a type of person who would do body weight exercises in her jail room. Probably you think? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just just getting that old fashioned prison workout push ups. I mean these sit ups, pull ups. These are purely assumptions they're making here, but yeah, <laughs> yes they are. Yeah. Now what'll be interesting though is if a book is ever written about her and her time spent in prison, I would probably read that. I'd be I'd be interested to see what it's actually like being in an international prison. Um, sorry, not international, but not a prison in the U.S. What Russia's actually like behind the scenes? You know, nobody really talks That's about. It's gonna be a crazy that crazy story, right? I mean, she they're gonna make a movie on it. Yes, she can sell her story Goldberg. for millions, dude. Yes. No, they they'd find someone else to play Brittany Griner. Yeah, who the hell would play Brittany Griner? Someone nobody's six foot nine. nine. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, dude. It'd be Brittany Griner. Yeah, herself, herself. Brittany Griner. Yes, Briner. Dude, that that would be a studly movie. You're wow. right, man. There's got to be a book. Yes, she got someone's yes. got to write something. There has to be, dude. She could sell that for a lot. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Her money problems uh-huh. probably solved, dude. Yes. I, yes. Briner, if you're listening to this right now, like, uh huh. You 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 can make some money off. You of you what owe happened. Sam some royalties on this yes. thing, like one percent. Yes, please. Oh my goodness, one percent. I would take that. Uh, so would I. I would take that. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd be like, you're dumb not to. <laughs> you could ask for. No, just take the one. Yes. Just take the one percent. Just take that, dude. Take yeah. it and 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 leave it. I like that. I like that. One percent. So, Million dollars, <laughs> still a good amount of money. That is, you know? that is some nice passive income. There. That is a really nice passive right? income. Save it for it's a there. rainy day. It's still ten thousand dollars. <laughs> not a bad deal. Uh huh. Uh huh. Very nice. Very nice. So, um, was this the right trade? I'm not sure, but um, was it a necessary trade? I think so. No, I think when it, when it boils down, it was the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta get an American citizen back. True. True. Now, would it make a difference? If we got both of them back, absolutely. Yes. I don't know too much about the Russian guy. I meant the the Marine. Paul Wallen. Yeah, right, I, I don't right. know too much about his story. Right. Um, but it, it is, I think it's great that he got an American citizen back on American mm-hmm. soil, regardless of how she may have felt about the government and politics sure. and whatever. That's the beauty about America. You can think your own thoughts and not fear persecution from your own government. Yeah. Yeah. Now, granted, if you're on too big of a stage or making some waves... You might go missing because mm-hmm. they, mm-hmm. they do some shady shit, but they certainly do. So this this makes me me wonder now, <clears throat> how many Americans right now are ha, have been extradited to Russia? Um, sorry, how many of, of of them are currently serving time in a Russian prison? That just makes makes me wonder because it can't just be Brittany Griner and Paul Wall. It can't be too many. Yeah, yeah, especially recently. Right. I mean. Right. I doubt that American tourism in Russia is, 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 a, is, a, is, a, is a booming market right <laughs> Probably now. Probably not. No. Probably not. No. Very, very small. Very small. Um, and then also speaking of international <clears throat> news here, 
Um, I, I just wanted to note kind of sad news here. Grant, Grant Wall, um, the fantastic soccer writer for Sports Illustrated and uh-huh. for ESPN. He also worked a bit for, for Fox Sports. He died um, during the Argentina-Holland quarterfinal match. Uh, just kind of collapsed the man just um, no foul play suspected no foul play has been suspected he certainly came under fire for wearing a rainbow shirt to the uh, US Wales match at the beginning of of the World Cup Um, but that is not what led to his demise he he was not assassinated so no (laughs) no um, it was just unfortunate health um, really being uh, the the end of, of him so at the ripe age of 49 Grant has passed away so uh, wishing the best to his family. Yeah, man. Stress sure. stress will kill you. It will, dude. It literally can. It really will. Fucking hey. Yes. yes, dude. Life is too short to be stressed constantly. Especially to get sleep every now and again. And that too. That too. No doubt. No doubt. All right, friends. Let's turn our attention here to the NFL. Lots to talk about. It's the best segment of the day. Oh, my God. It's the meat and bones of the podcast. Definitely has been carrying the show. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or maybe we're carrying the NFL. <laughs> maybe. Definitely not. Turning the, the tide here. Yeah, you know, our podcast is totally worth billions upon billions <laughs> of dollars. Dude, the day will come, or it will be a fantastic day if it does ever come. If yeah. we finally get a f- one one sponsor, that, that'd be pretty That'd be pretty cool. cool. That'd be pretty fun. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Who would yeah. be sponsored by? Oh, that is the question, dude. Um, it would probably be... Oh, if, if I were to guess category... <clears throat> it wouldn't be anybody. Dicks. <laughs> yeah, dicks. Dick sporting goods. <laughs> I was guessing some type of sports apparel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fan duel. Right? That'd be tight, tight actually. That'd be tight. Dude, we, we'd be making some cash. Oh, yeah. We'd be making Absolutely. some cold, hard money, my friend. Wow. We'd upgrade a studio, that's for sure. No doubt. No I'd, quit, doubt. I'd quit my job, too. Yeah, yeah. Focus on this. Dude, that'd be the, the, the dream. That's a dream. Yeah, yeah. What a dream. It would be, dude. It would be. Damn. Yeah. All right. Damn. Let's dive into some NFL football. Going into that 12-foot deep pool right right here. All Uh right. So we had Thursday night already happen. We won't dive too much in this one. Uh, But the Rams did mount a comeback against the low Raiders. We can talk about that a little later, though. Yep. Yep. Because we got some some other games here on the docket. A couple big ones, a couple small ones. Uh, on the small side, not that any game is going to be a pushover, but the uh, the, the hometown boys taking on the uh, crosstown Texans. Like Yikes. crosstown, I mean like a solid 400 miles away still. Uh, <laughs> Texas is just that it's a, big. It's a massive state. Yeah, you know, Austin is. and Dallas are not that close. Right? It is a long drive. <laughs> Let's see. I'm pretty sure it's about 200, uh, but not, not 400. I'm going to say it's 250 miles away. 239, yep. Yeah. yep. Yeah. It is a long trip. Holy hell, that is All a right. big trip. Yeah. Dude. Like I said, it's about four hours. Wow. So do you think Do you think they would fly? No, they drive. Drive? Really? That's I don't, actually, I don't know, drive. actually. Because, I mean, that's... that's, that's they got that's a private jet. You know, you're right. They're fucking flying. Yeah, they, up, they down. probably are. Up, down. They're going to get there in 45 minutes. Actually, fun fact, there's only one NFL team that flies privately. All other NFL teams fly first class. Charter? Yes. So that charter team... Cowboys do it. Cowboys do it. Oh, I thought the the Patriots were the only team to Uh, do it. The Cowboys are just just my guess. I don't know. Okay, so the the Pats are. Okay, so Kraft has his own plane that he gives to the Patriots to use. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
Pretty baller, dude. Surprised Jerry Jones does have his own plane, right? God damn! I mean, the man has his own state practically. There's no way. <laughs> if Jerry, yes. jo- Jerry Jones must have his own plane. Yes, dude. I guess he doesn't have like maybe a seven forty seven. Because right, Robert Kraft has like a seven forty seven. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Only one NFL team flies its its athletes in its own plane. This is the Patriots. Has been confirmed. Yes, sir. That that is a surprising fact because I thought all NFL teams had plenty of money. Well, they're to, billion owned by billionaires. That. Yes, usually billionaires and private planes go hand in hand. Right, right. Interesting. Very interesting indeed. It's probably a souped up jet. Yeah, look at that plane, dude. Good. It's got it's got all the uh, <laughs> Lombardi trophies painted on the uh, tail. That's perfect Good for them. That's perfect, dude. Good for them. You know from. From a long distance away, those might not look like trophies, but instead something else, which which I will not uh, divulge on the podcast. Microphones? <laughs> Penises. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I well, need to. Well, to teach their own, Sam. <laughs> what a- <laughs> Whatever you want them to look like, dude. They can look like anything you want. There's... Uh, the mind is in the gutter. All right. So the the, the match here, Texans-Cowboys. Cowboys are going to win. Yikes. Seven, I don't know by 17, but they're going to win. Really? Yeah. I think I, I think they can win by, by 20. Well, it just depends. The, the Texans look horrible. So it depends what the game plan is, I'd say. like If the Cowboys want to run the ball a lot, mm-hmm. which they can because Pollard and Zeke are playing really well right now, are, yeah. and they're getting Tyron Smith back. Yeah, I, I can't confirm if this week or next week, but I know he is coming back. So they're they're getting they're they're all pro left tackle back. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with Marcus Peters. Not Marcus Peters. His last name is Peters. He's playing for the Eagles. Jason. Jason Peters. Thank you, Jason Peters. Um, if they sh- if they keep push him into the interior, because I, I know that he has played guard as well. We'll find out. Yeah. Um, Dallas Cowboys trending up. Texas trending down. Texas has. Or sorry, the Texans have been trending down all season. Yes, they have. Yeah, I wonder. Um, I'm not sure how many games in a row they have lost, but it is. And the fans still show out for them, man. Like, they certainly do. The Texans fans they have are a loyal fan base, dude. They have lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games in a row. Yep. Their only win came against the Jags in Week Five, and, and was that was thirteen to thirteen six. to six. That what was a dismal game. Ugly dude. game. Oi, oi, oi. Okay, so let's let's move on ahead. Okay, fair. I think we're both picking the Cowboys here. Yeah, we are. Um, we are. Do you think they'll cover again? If the Cowboys want to air it out, they can definitely cover. If they want to just run it a lot, they probably won't. Seventeen's a big spread. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. So very game plan dependent. I agree. Makes sense. I agree. Mm-hmm. So Jets Bills. Oh, the huge, tasty matchup. Huge AFC AFC East. Game with yeah. lots of playoff implications. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I pull off the playoff standings right now, the New York Jets are in at the seventh seed, Ooh. and they have a realistic chance of catching the Bills. Right. Um, this is going to be a must-win game if they do want to ultimately make it and beat, sorry, and surpass the Bills in the uh, division rankings. As mm-hmm. this is going to be the last meeting between the two teams. Right. Very true. Very true. Now the the Jets. Did win. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. The Jets did win their their first matchup against the Bills just a few weeks ago. But it's huge win there. Yes, no doubt. But their past five weeks have been a roller coaster. Loss, win, loss, win, loss. So it's it's really 
a matter of of which face of the Jets will show up to play in this game. Yeah, well, um, I think Zach Wilson being benched was was the right move. Mike Mike White certainly has potential, you know. Um, and so it's it's going to be a really interesting matchup here. The the Jets do have a, a fantastic defense. I mean, top five, top six in the in the NFL. Um, but it's 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 going to be. What's interesting though is uh, the spread here is much larger than I thought it would have been mm-hmm. at ten. Mm-hmm. So the the Bills right now are favored at minus ten. Um, I think if the Jets had not been so up and down the the past five weeks, that that spread would obviously be less. But um, uh, also on the flip side here, kind of the the Jets aside, Josh Allen has has been underwhelming. Um, the past few weeks, just from a fantasy perspective. So please pick, pick it up, Josh. I will thank you greatly for my team going into the, the fantasy playoffs. But, um, I mean, he's he's still played certainly well enough to help the, the, the Bills win some pivotal games the, the past few weeks, three in a row. Um, but, come on, my dude. Throw for, for four touchdowns again. Go, get, 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 get back to your normal legendary self. Yeah, I think the uh, main storyline for this game, though, is really going to be the Bills' defense now without Von Miller, yes. who's out for the entire season, for the rest of the season with his ACL. Yes, and Jordan Poyer might might not be a yeah. go as well. Yeah, yeah. so, so the, um, the spread being at 10, as you stated, I think, I think it's going to be actually a little high for this specific game. Granted, it's in Orchard Park. It's a tough place to win. Mm-hmm. I did pick the Patriots last week to cover against the Bills, and the Bills took care of business quite easily. They did. They um, did. Yeah. I think the think this Jets team though is is a better than are better than the Patriots are currently and with Mike White at the helm at quarterback, they're a bit more not even dynamic but a bit more methodical with the way that they're able to actually drive down the field. Mm-hmm. You know, the decision making of Zach Wilson was quite honestly his his <laughs> his demise. Yeah. That's started his downfall. Not only that, but I think he was getting in his own head and missing like really Easy, wide open passes in the flat that, mm-hmm. as an NFL quarterback, you just can't miss. Right. You, you, there's some passes you just be able to. They have to be almost 100 percenters. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I get every thousand attempts you might miss one of them, but th- right. they got to be 100 percenters because mm-hmm. it's just an extension of the run game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think the Jets are going to walk away with this one. Um, hmm. uh, <laughs> that sounds crazy. That does. But Von Miller is such an intricate part of that defense. He is that they're going to have trouble getting to. The uh, the quarterback and Mike White and the Jets have just enough of a passing attack now where they can be lethal so long as they can get Michael Carter going on the run game right just right. enough they they do need to be well balanced in in that regard um, I like what you're saying about the Jets but um, I'm still convinced that the Bills are going to win at home I'm not going to take them with that spread though I, I I I do think it's it's a little too big I think yeah. the Jets are more talented. Than that spread yeah. would indicate. So Bills um, win, don't cover. Correct. Bills win, don't correct. cover. Correct. So Browns, Bengals here, dude. Bengals are red hot, right? They now. are. They are peaking at the right time. Joe Burrow looks just like himself from from last year. Um, and you know, T. Higgins has risen to the challenge to be the, the number one receiver for the the Bengals. He has played so well in Jamar Chase's absence. Um, I mean, the man has has come alive. He has the perfect size to be that number one receiver for any NFL team. At six foot yeah. two, two hundred and fifteen pounds, um, absolute beast, a physical specimen. Um, and he he leads both teams now going into this matchup with sixty catches for almost a thousand yards. Almost, yeah. 
So the only threat I see from the Browns to, to, uh, against the Bengals is dependent upon how Deshaun Watson is going to play this week. So this is the second game right. back from a 400-day-plus suspension. Mm-hmm. If Deshaun can get some rhythm and get the Browns going in the direction that they're paying him to go, this could be a trap game for the Bengals. It could. The Browns are still a dangerous team. They have the best running back in the NFL, in my opinion, right now, at Nick Chubb. And then with the addition of, like I said, a all-star caliber quarterback, you know, an all-pro caliber quarterback at his best, mm-hmm. who we, we saw carry terrible Texan teams to at least a respectable mark and make sure. that offense like, actually look good. So if, if him, Amari Cooper, Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and the gang can all get things going, mm-hmm. then it could be a long day for that Bengals defense. It could be. It's a trap game for the Bengals, I feel. Okay. Because you're right. They are red hot. Mm-hmm. But sometimes red hot teams run into that division rival in the Browns. Uh, what was the result in the first game? They lost, right? Let's see. Yeah, Browns. they lost big, 32-13. Yes, yes. yes and, then, and then they, they, they went on this run. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Browns, man, in division, can never count them out. Right. I right. like them with the points here, plus five and a half. Dude, so the, the Bengals, on, on average, over the past four games, dude, they have lit, lit it up offensively. Yeah. Um, let's see. Just doing some quick math here. You'd probably be better at this than I would. but no, man. Uh, Not better than a calculator. <laughs> so the, the Bengals have scored 31 points over the past four games. Dude, that's a that's a blitzkrieg of offensive production. That is a blitzkrieg. Very impressive, dude. Points four, they are currently seventh at 26. Passing yards, they're fourth. Joe Burrow can get it done. Um, I mean, this this team is electric. I'm, I'm very hard-pressed to go against... The Bengals in this matchup, despite Deshaun Watson returning to to the Browns and giving them another dimension on the offensive side of the ball, I just think that Cincy is peaking at the right time now. Hopefully, they're not peaking too early because I would love to see them make it yet another playoff run this year. I just I I love watching them, but um, uh, this this could certainly be a trap game for the Bengals if Deshaun comes to play. Um, and plays above expectations, but I'm taking the Bengals here at home. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I respect that pick. All right. Respect. So moving on. Interesting game because the Detroit Lions, for the second week in a row, are the favorite team to win. God, by two against yes, the 10-2 Vikings. Against the 10-2 Vikings, and I don't understand why. <laughs> Las Vegas has to know something. They really do. Because they don't just give out free money. No, they don't, dude. And it makes it interesting. Because yeah. at one point in the season, <laughs> the Lions were quite literally 1-6. and six. Yes. And now they're winners of four out of the last five games. Uh-huh. So they're playing really well. And that one loss came to a three-point loss to the Bills on a last-second field goal. Right. So now they're at home against the Vikings with an opportunity... To close down that gap with Minnesota, as well as to potentially sneak into that seven spot in the playoffs. Right. Because if they win this game, they're six and seven with four games to go. Yes. Meaning that they can finish ten and seven, and ten wins is no longer a guarantee in the playoff spot, but it gives you a damn good chance. It does. Dude. Damn good chance. No doubt at all. I think one of the X factors for the Lions going into this matchup and really a primary reason for their success the past few weeks has been been their offensive line, dude. They can get it done. Yeah. Currently the fourth ranked offensive line just based on statistics this year. 
Uh, it goes Browns, Eagles, Chiefs, Lions, and Bucks. Those are, are the top five. Dude, the Lions have two of the most efficient running backs, a mm-hmm. perfect one-two tandem in the NFL in DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. Great, great backfield there. Um, so this this is going to be a great matchup. I mean, they the Lions kind of... Um, on the on the on the other hand, um, if their offense their offense is so electric, but their defense absolutely miserable, dude. In points against, they are dead last in the NFL. They they give up twenty seven points a game, so uh, they just need to balance that out against the red hot Vikings, um, who who have a terrific offense. Obviously, with the with the big three boys in uh, Kirk Cousins, Delvin Cook, and Justin Jefferson. So this is going to be a really interesting matchup. Um, I am going to take the Vikings, though, um, in this away matchup. There's just too much talent on that side of the ball. The Lions are, are, ha- have been a pleasant surprise to this, this year, but on defense, they're absolutely miserable, and the Vikings will exploit them. You know what? I'm going to roll with the Detroit Lions. Ooh! Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck Vegas, it. Okay. Vegas knows something's going on. Okay. All right, they, they have to. Yeah, they're not going to just just give away points um, for free, you know. Um, True. Plus, as you stated, best two-handed running attack. Jamal Williams still the mm-hmm. touchdown leader in the NFL. Mm-hmm. All right, Jared Goff is getting plenty of time to throw the ball. Amon Ross St. Brown is emerging as a top NFL wide receiver, named after an Egyptian god. Yes, right? he is. Yes, yeah. he is. Wow. His brother is like Equanimous. <laughs> Equanim. That's right. I think it is Equanimous. Yeah, right. Equanimous. What a name, dude. I, I think That's... they named them all after gods. And then there's there's yeah, there's a, a third one as well, who um, I can't remember his name. I think he's in college still. So we have Amon Ra St. Brown, Osiris, Osiris St. Brown, and then there's definitely Equanimous. Um, yes, and then Equanimous. Yes, yeah. yes, you are right. Uh, he plays for the Bears. The, okay. Previously for the, I want to say he played for the Packers. He did definitely, yeah, yes. he played for the Packers yes, for sure. Okay, yeah, he was drafted by the Pack, uh, played his college ball at Notre Dame. Where did Amon Ross play? USC. Oh, USC. Definitely okay. USC, 100%. Okay. Right on. 100%. God. Final answer. Equinemus is built like a, like an Egyptian god. He's six foot five, two fourteen. Yeah, but he's got some glass ankles this year. Yeah, he's, he's, got, he's got to take care of his ankles, my man. True, true. My man, my man. Okay. So Detroit, yeah, at home, the Lions continue to make an interesting run for the last four weeks of the NFL season. Yeah. Well, five if you count this this week coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like it. I like it. Jaguars Titans, uh, a ripe AFC South matchup. I'm sorry. AFC South. Yes. 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 <laughs> AFC South. You're right. I was getting You're ahead, right. ahead of myself. Um, Titans here. Um, especially after what happened to the Jaguars last week, um, I think the Titans, um, if they don't win this this game, they're going to have tough sledding going forward because the Lions absolutely smashed the the Jaguars last week, forty to fourteen. It was a miserable outing from Jacksonville, uh, and then also with Trevor Lawrence with that that toe injury, it was ugly to watch that. Travis Etienne is has also been questionable in in the past uh, re, re, regarding injuries. So um, this will be interesting to see what will happen on the offensive side of the ball for the Jags. I just think that the Titans are too talented. They rely 
just enough on Derrick Henry to get the job done. I, I don't see how the, the Titans will lose this game. So, you know, do you want to know something funny? Yes, please. I, I think that a result of this game, well, for, Titans are going to win. Um, but I think that we might actually might see Trevor Lawrence in a Titans uniform oh. in the next two seasons. I would love to see that, dude. In the next two seasons. I would love to see and, that. And I state that because uh, Tannehill, his contract's coming up. Trevor Lawrence, <clears throat> he's starting to get out of his rookie contract. And frankly, I think he wants to get out of Jacksonville. Yes. And he's a young, talent guy that I think Mike Vrabel is going to want to go after. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's also going to be pretty cheap yeah. as far as a quarterback's concerned. Sure. Sure. Because that team is built around the run game and defense, though. It is. But if you can get a young arm that can run the ball as well with Trevor Lawrence, I like I th- that. I, th- I think they're going to be in, in, in a good spot. I like that pairing. I in really do. Spot. Because Trevor just needs to be surrounded by, by a good team. He needs to be surrounded by speed. Speed, yes. And, 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 and utilize Trevor's own ability to escape the pocket and run. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what he did at Clemson. That's why yeah. he was so freaking... Like dynamic at Clemson, right. you're like, who's this white dude with long hair? Why is he <laughs> slashing us for 109 yards on the ground every game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just airing it out for 400 more yards in the air. Like, right, this guy's right. ridiculous. He's an offensive weapon. He's a freak athlete, mm-hmm. and I think he's he's underappreciated because he's playing in Jacksonville. Right, like, right. That, that that that's the main reason why. Very true. So uh, yeah, Titans win. Titans win big. I like that. I like that. Definitely taking the Titans here with that spread. Only three and a half. Yeah. Definitely taking that. Thank you very much. Eagles-Giants coming up on um, Sunday. Of course, all these games are. Wow. I <laughs> That is a tired Sam announcing this game right now. Uh, Eagles are favored by seven. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts is a dynamic quarterback. Saquon Barkley is a, dyna- uh, is a dynamic running back for the Giants. Uh, this game is going to come down to whoever has the ball last. I can see this game as a shootout. Yeah? I really can. Yep. You see, my my gut was honestly telling me the opposite. I was thinking the Eagles are just going to blow them out. Really? Yeah. Because like, the, the Giants have lost three straight. The Giants are starting to trend down, and, and, and they're starting to be exposed as a really one-dimensional team right now. I mean, they're, it's basically give the ball to Saquon and then hope everything else kind of works itself out. Um, and a couple of those wins in the beginning of the season, I'm not going to call them lucky, you know, but they were essentially saved by their defense, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like date, I remember dating back to week one against the Titans. Titans are up, I think it was twenty one to zero, twenty one to zero, like twenty one to three or something like that. At, mm-hmm. at, or, or no, sorry, it was twenty to three. That's what it was. Right. Or twenty to twenty to zero. Anyway, they're up by a lot, and they were able to fight their way back, claw back in. That was kind of how their season started, where they were just kind of claw with their way back in the games. Um, so yeah, the Giants honestly might not win another game this year. Wow, that, that's I a think, hot take right there. I think that they are that's a very hot take. about to be on the outside of the playoff picture looking in with, with the commanders really starting to find their stride with Taylor Heineke. Yes, yes. The commanders are, are a fantastic team to, to watch. That was that was an, an interesting game last week with the commanders and the Giants. Very interesting. At 20. Very wow. interesting game. Wow. So many opportunities for both, both teams oh, to so win. Many teams, Damn, so many teams. So many. Yeah, it and was both just, overtime and at the end and the regulation. Yes, just not able to capitalize, dude. Um, okay, so you're taking Eagles in a runaway. I'm definitely taking the Eagles to win in this matchup, but I do think the score will be close. I think Jalen is just going to continue his MVP run. <laughs> Sauce all over the G-men. <laughs> yeah, for real. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, another divisional matchup. Dude, there are divisional matchups 
uh, spread throughout this entire weekend. Yes, it's the end, end of the season. It is. Yes, we well, got five weeks to go, time. folks. Yes, five weeks to go. Yes, that's fucking crazy. Very, very fun. All right, so Ravens Steelers here. Um, can you believe Kenny Pickett is throwing for more yards right now than Lamar Jackson? <laughs> that's crazy. That is insane, dude. Kenny Pickett doesn't even have two thousand passing yards. So what does that mean for Jamar? Sorry, for Lamar La- Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Jamar Jackson. <laughs> Could you? Close enough, right? <laughs> Wait, so it says La- Lamar Jackson has 2,242 passing yards. Maybe it's based but on... But then it's Kenny Pickett as the, as the favorite passer in this matchup, according to the scores uh, tab on the ESPN page. Maybe because That's they, interesting. they don't throw it as much. I mean, Kenny Pickett's only played in interesting. half the number of games, yeah, right? that's wild. Or four, four less games. Huh. Okay. Interesting. I don't know. Lamar Jackson also has almost 800 rushing yards. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely yeah. amazing. He's, he's a video wow. game. He is. He was me back on, like, NFL 2, 2K. Not even oh, Madden. Yeah. The ESPN one. Wasn't that the one where you could play the first person mode yeah. and see through the face yeah. mask? I yeah. had no idea how to catch the ball. I just know what happens sometimes. Right. I used to right. play as a running back because then I had to worry about catching the ball. Or if I had to run a route. I'll just like turn around randomly, and then like, I guess the ball was coming in, uh-huh. or like square or circle, right? And then you, you could like deck out your crib, yes, with all your gear, yes. And I, I was losing a game. I just restart the game. Like, I'm not losing. I would never play I'm not a full. Losing. I would never play out a full season. That's like, funny nope, as hell, nope, dude. Not losing. Not 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 losing, dude. I played uh, the best career mode I ever played was Madden 07. With Sean Alexander on the front, yes. Your, the, the first four years of your professional career in that game, they got robbed. You, you moved to a different mansion. It was it was so much That's fun. Cool. Yeah, it was badass. The Seahawks won that Super Bowl. That's right. That's right. They should have. Yes. Yes. The refs were, were paid off. Roethlisberger did not make the end zone. No, we Remember that not. play? Yes. Yeah, I sadly do. He he did not make the end zone. That's that actually that's a really good Super Bowl too. Like, it was came it was. down to the wire. And yes. like but you're right. The officiating was not that great. No, it wasn't. And then the Steelers went back again and beat the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. And then Ben won too. Now he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's how he did it. Yep. Was he the was he a rookie when he won or second year? He's a rookie, I think. That right? was his rookie year because yeah, he, he was replacing uh, Charlie Maddox. That's a oh, let's see. That, that's a take. Rod Roethlisberger is just, just for me at least, and even in my like memory, has always been the quarterback down there. Yes, for so many years, dude. Let's see. You're right. Tommy Maddox. Tommy Maddox. Tommy and Cordell Maddox. Stewart. How could I forget? Oh yeah. Still buffs. That's right. That's right. So Tommy Maddox only started for two seasons there for a brief stint. Um, yeah, it was Big Ben from 04, taking over in 04, all the way to 2021. Yeah. Absolutely a staple. amazing, dude. A staple. Hall of Fame. Wow. Like I said, easy, easy money Hall of Fame. Yes. Yo, Pittsburgh sure. favored in this game, too. Yeah, they are. I'm about to make a parlay. Oh, look at you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. How many, uh, what what game parlay? Like a six-game parlay? Three, no, dude. Three games? I, I try to keep them at, like, three. Okay, okay. Now, right. yeah. I actually want to win them. Although sometimes you hit a five gamer, favor. sometimes you hit a five gamer and you win like 300, 400 bucks, and I'm just like, oh, 
Score. Oof. Score. Yes. But that happens like once a year. Right. And that happened to me on like week three this year. Oh my god. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. That must have been a good Sunday. That was my betting money though for like the rest of the year and it's already gone. (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. Any given Sunday right there. Uh, Definitely Ravens in this matchup. I am surprised Pittsburgh is favored. Uh, but this is also contingent on Lamar Jackson, so maybe that is the reason why Kenny Pickett is listed. Yeah, his as... Huntley can play, but I know he's also dealing with like a foot injury or something like that. Huntley, he can mm-hmm. play. His back, like I watched his backup play in other games. Yeah, that Lamar's out, and he looks just like him. Yeah, Hunt, Hunt, Huntley can ball. Yeah, so the Ravens don't. Yeah, they, they, certainly they lose an extremely dynamic player. They certainly but do. they replace them with another dynamic player. Right, or right. Um, and they don't have to change much in their scheme because he can at least mimic what Lamar Jackson can do. Yes. And he's also an extremely talented runner of the ball. Uh-huh. Very true. Very true. He's quick as fuck, man. Yes. Yes. Quick as fuck. Yes, he is. So uh, Lamar Jackson, that's right. He's dealing with a, a sprained PCL that's going to sideline him for one to three weeks so obviously not going to play this week and that's why Kenny Pickett was was listed as okay. the yep. as the better yep. of the two quarterbacks Huntley okay. Huntley's going to get the start and get the dub I like that yeah I will ag- agree right there I like that I like that Chiefs Broncos this one I am surprised the spread is not more than nine it got flexed dear god yeah got well because the Broncos defense is really fucking good true very true, very true. So this will be a high-octane off- offense versus a fantastic defense. If the Broncos um, can score 19 points, they'll win the game. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Damn. The Broncos can score 19 points, they will win this game. Wow. I'm going to say the Chiefs okay. win 18 to... Oh, we, they're going to get a safe five. A low score. They're, they're going to get a safety. Uh-huh. It's going to be 18 to five. <laughs> oh, my God. The Broncos, they are just dismal, dude. They can't figure it out. No, they really can't. In their past nine matchups, they've won one game. Ouch. Yeah, it's just the that really can't hurts, figure it out. That really, really hurts. Russ is just not playing to his his contract. Level. Yes, to his contract. I mean, how how can you play to that contract? That's just a gigantic contract. So many expectations. But you're right. I mean, they have the best defense in the league. They are 17. Points against per game, second overall. So you're right. If yeah. they scored 19 points in this game, if they can get 19 they have a points. Big, they're going to win. They have a big uh, chance to to uh, to win. Now, the last time they scored 19 points, that's my point. Was one, two, against three, the Raiders, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight games ago again yeah. against the Char- no, the Chargers. They only scored 16. It was against right. the Raiders. Ten games against the Raiders. Ah, uh, yes, yes, you're right. They put up 23 and they still lost. <laughs> that was in week five. That was the only time. That was the defense's worst game. They lost. Yes. It. That was the only time all season long they have scored over 19 points. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. The most inefficient offense in the NFL this year. No doubt about that. So uh, definitely taking the, the Chiefs here to get that, that upset. Yeah. Um, I am going to root for the Broncos at home. I Chiefs see win them. and cover. Yeah. 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 Chiefs I just really respect cover. that. Defense, but um, also Isaiah Pacheco, the running back for the Chiefs. He's he's finally coming alive. He's been given opportunities. Sure, he will never star in that offense because it does belong to Patrick Mahomes. You just need him to score touchdowns for you in fantasy. Do. Really? Yeah, yes. That's all you need him to do. Yes. He'll true. get he'll get he'll get plenty of chances. Yeah. 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 Very plenty. true. Maybe not this week. 
Yeah, you might get it'll like be two. tough. It'll be tough. Two yes. or three chains this week. I I believe I ha- I have him on my. Bench. I benched him this week. Yes, I also benched Damian Pierce against the Cowboys. Or you know what? What I think what could happen too is just Pacheco is the one. So I feel like the Broncos don't really give up the big play, the deep ball, mm-hmm. right? They'll they'll get chipped away, chipped away, chipped away. So maybe play Pacheco because in my mind I feel like he'd be the one that's going to get those those like you know red zone touches. Yeah. Punch no, him no in doubt. that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He is a dynamic back, dude. He's 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 really come alive in this season. Um, okay, Bucks Niners here. Uh, Tough one to pick. It really is in the sense that the Buccaneers are starting to find their stride. They really are. Yes, it was an ugly win last week, but a win's but a win. TB twelve. Win's fourth a win. quarter comeback. Yeah. Okay, how many fourth quarter comebacks does that man have? Forty two. Forty two. I don't know. That's my guess. <laughs> That's my guess. Okay. Uh, just. Okay, 42. I like that. I'm going to go with 45. Because his, 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 his age. His age. Okay. Yes. age. I'm about to say that that number has some meaning. <laughs> sure does. Uh, 44. 44. Okay, Hot yeah. damn. So right in the middle. Okay, right in the middle, well, dude. Kind of. Yes, yes. That's fascinating. Okay. Um, I do see the Bucks down early in this game. The, the, the Niners' defense is solid. Um, they really are. I believe in their last few games here, I do know they shut out the Saints two weeks ago. Uh, they did win against the Dolphins, a dynamic offense. They limited the Dolphins to 17 points. Um, and they've they, they've been red hot, dude. The winners of five straight games. Um, and really impressive here, too, that in the game against the Dolphins... Uh, with the Niners Dolphins there. Um, the Niners only allowed, let's see, 308 yards. You know, for a, a, a Dolphins offense that that routinely blows opponents out of the water, that is, that is an impressive stand. You know, bending but not breaking. Um, so I'm going to take the... the the Niners here to win at home. Mm. Definitely take that that spread. Uh, I do think the Bucks keep it close up until the very end, but um, the Niners D is is going to be the the X factor. So I like the Buccaneers on the road because you got Brock Purdy at the helm for the 49ers. True, Mister Irrelevant himself, Jimmy G, and uh, it's a homecoming for Tom Brady. Tom Brady's two and one against the 49ers. It's it's going to be Tom Brady time in this game. He's got he's got a new girlfriend. Like he's. He's living Wait, life he, he right does. now. Oh, yeah. Wait, let's see oh, this. Oh, yeah. I think it's like Veronica something. Jarek? Uh, oh, expresses her love. So she has expressed her love. I did see this. Oh, alleged new girlfriend. Yeah, Veronica Rajik. Oh, god damn. Tom Brady. Okay, this, this is fantastic. This is fantastic. Tom Brady actually said this quote. He said his alleged new girlfriend um, has claimed that her body is too dangerous for social media. <laughs> <laughs> the man just wants her all to himself. Oh, and how, how can you blame him, dude? That reminds you of The Rock in The Other Guys when, when the interviewer asks him a question. He's like, uh, uh, I think I forget. I think it's called Dwayne in the actual movie, too. He's like, he's like uh, Officer Dwayne, uh, are the rumors true? Are you dating Khloe Kardashian? And he goes, no comment. <laughs> that's right that's but yes, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 
that is fantastic. No comment. That is fantastic. But yes. <laughs> okay, this this is wild. I mean, age is not everything. I certainly understand that. But Tom Brady could be um, her dad. Uh, what Damn. is what is her age, dude? I I I don't think she's over twenty five. I'm gonna say no, no. I'm gonna say twenty eight. Twenty eight. Yeah. Okay. She's twenty six. Damn. She he is he is old enough to be your dad. He would be a nineteen year old dad. Don't make it weird, man. Nah. Don't make it weird. <laughs> she's an adult. I mean, she's yes. She's born in the nineties. She certainly is an adult, dude. She she has her MBA and her master's degree. Yeah, so she's smart. That's impressive. Fucking smart. That's very impressive. Oh yeah, posted in the TB twelve jersey. Oh look at that, dude. Bro. Yes, yes. Although it, it, it's an interesting fit. That is a gigantic jersey, or maybe she's just very tiny. Game jersey? Yes. You, you think it's a game jersey? Game jersey. That's, that's a real game jersey. Huge, dude. Look at that thing. Nah, that fits about right. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, I guess. It's I think that was a weird angle. Yeah, it's the first shot. That's, that's a weird a, angle. Yeah. A bit you, weird. You, you can never trust the angles, man. Very true. But she looks fantastic in that jersey. Wow. <laughs> All right, all Tom, right. Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady, get it, dude. All right, my man. Yeah, Tom, I see. Tom, Tom's Tom, man. He's throwing touchdowns and going home and scoring some, scoring some, some, some more babes, at home, dude. Let's go. He said, "Hey, kids, I want you to meet your, well, not mom. <laughs> your soon-to-be stepmom." And then uh, his oldest is like, You're like ten years older than me. <laughs> my sister right like my estranged sister go to your room your room (laughs) oh shit alright so yeah Buccaneers Bucks okay Okay. Panthers Seahawks the only reason why this game is interesting is because the Seahawks have to win they have to they have to win so right now they're the the 7th seed um, sitting one game ahead of the they have a tiebreaker against the Commanders due to the tie Uh, so yeah if they lose this game I feel that they're going to really just fall off. Granted, again, there's, there's five games to go. Yeah. But And as much as I want our game to be like a really meaningful game that we go to, I feel really bad about it because that means they did have the epic collapse that I didn't predict, but I said could happen mm-hmm. with um, like nine games to go. Mm-hmm. I said they had to lose. They had to go like four and five with nine games to go. Yeah. Yeah. And right now they're on pace. <laughs> Very true. Very true. I mean, it, it could be... A catalyst for something horrible um, if the Seahawks lose to the Panthers, who are 0 5 on the road. I mean, I will make this prediction short and just say the Seahawks have the 12th man, but also Kenneth Walker is injured. Um, it's a, a damn shame. Uh, but I do think the, the Panthers have a chance here, especially with um, Deontay Foreman on the ground. He's looked fantastic, dude. A dynamic running back, uh, but this, the Seahawks are playing at home. Their backs are against the wall in this matchup. It is ride or die here. It is. Um, so Seahawks definitely taking that that spread too. Yep. Seahawks at home. I got them too. Yes. Yes. All right. Dolphins Chargers. This will be a fun Sunday night matchup. Two electric offenses. Um, I am taking the Dolphins here though uh, to pull that um, possible upset. In Cali, um, I mean it's it's the battle of, of two coasts, east east coast versus west coast. It is which is the best coast. And typically in the night games, when it's east versus west, and east has to go west, the west coast team predominantly wins like sixty eight percent of the time or something like that. Yeah, because they have the time zone on their side. They do the they circadian really rhythms do. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like they're 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 fine. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. 
Totally. And the Dolphins, you know, they, they're not always that convincing. You know, they have some games where Tua looks amazing. Right. And they have other games where they just let lead slip away and then pull it out at the end. However, mm-hmm. the Chargers, I feel like, are the same way. You know, their 6-6 six and six record, for it just doesn't feel all, all like they've really won any really great games. You know, they've lost both times to the Chiefs, and then the teams they have beaten all have losing records right now. Right. Quite literally, all the teams they've, they've beaten have losing records right now. Yeah. With the Raiders, the Texans, the Browns, the Broncos, the Falcons, and the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. It's not a great resume. So, um, But, you know what? I think Justin Herbert is definitely having a, a, dark, a dark horse MVP year. I mean, despite... The offense around him maybe not clicking like it should, especially yeah. with injuries to Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. Yeah, even P.J. Walker is getting a little receivers. nicked up. Not P.J. Walker. Uh, Josh Palmer is getting yes. a little nicked up. Right, very but, true. You know, so, yeah, very true. Everyone, it's time of year, too, where everyone's battling through injuries, is, too. It's, it's, it's a, a grind. grind. It is a grind yeah. of a season. No doubt. And I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think Herbert's yeah, he's putting up big numbers right now, but he kind of reminds me of Matt Stafford earlier in his oh. career when he was like, yeah, he was putting up a lot of numbers, but his team... Frankly, isn't performing the way that they could and should be performing. And you know, as you stay keen out, hurt Mike Williams, hurt, so you're missing some offensive weapons. Um, but Justin Herbert, again, makes crazy throws, but mm-hmm. hasn't been the quarterback that we thought he was going to turn into. That's when we start comparing him to Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, and those other young guys across the league that are starting to really, really make more of an impact. Mm-hmm. So, am I going to pick one quarterback right now? You know, do I want Tua or Herbert? It's right. a tough decision to make because. Yeah, two wasn't playing better this year, but Herbert has the higher ceiling. True. So it's because this game is going to come down ultimately to the, the better of the two quarterbacks. I would take uh, a, a Tua Tango Viola right now uh, outside of just the uh, fluffy stats that Herbert can put up. Right. Right. I like that. Dude, also just quick shout out here to Tyreek Hill, who's definitely the best wide receiver in the NFL, in my opinion. Right oh, right now. now. Just yeah. based on this statistics and just overall Not play stats, ability just, di- how dynamic damn dude that and oh he's just he's always open yeah, yeah the, that's is. the best way to describe him yeah if you need a guy that literally could run into any space faster than any other guy i've ever seen play in the mm-hmm. nfl before mm-hmm. tyreek hill is that guy he he can easily do it now he's on pace for easily over two thousand yards yeah receiving uh do you know what the record is all time for receiving yards 2107 yeah. Okay. Or twenty one oh eight. I think. Let's see. I know the rushing uh, record set by Eric Dickerson was just a. Oh, he was like, what was that? Twenty seventy nine or something like that. Oh, whoops! It was Jerry Rice. No, Cooper Cup that broke it last year, didn't he? With the extra game. Uh no player has ever finished with over two two thousand receiving yards in a season. The current record uh, Calvin Johnson is nineteen sixty four, except by Calvin Johnson in twenty twelve. What what Coop break then last year? Wow. He broke the receptions record, right? Um Cup did? Let's see. Cooper Cup Or was he was he just the triple crown runner winner? He didn't break any records. Let's see. Cooper Cup last year finished second all time in receiving yards for a season. Yeah. Um didn't he have Let's the most see. receptions either? Receptions, he had 145 last year. That is not the most. Michael Thomas. Mi- yes. Michael Thomas still has the most at 149 in his match. Football magnet. That yeah, year. he is. It's Drew Brees to Thomas. Caught. Touchdown. That's right. That's right. And unfortunately, Michael Thomas for most of this year has been out injured. So yeah, no, he's had a kind of been his big fall from grace. Yeah. Talk about it's a sad, dude. 
a good player for like a three to four year period. Mm-hmm. There's so many of those. Mm-hmm. So many that just dominate for whatever reason. Yeah. Like Eric Decker. He reminds me of Eric Decker. Yes. Because yes. he was a touchdown magnet mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. dominated for, I'll say, four seasons. Two with the Broncos because right. they had Peyton Manning throwing, throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. And then he did pretty well with the Jets. He yeah. was throwing the ball with the Jets. I think it was Geno Smith. For one of the years, yes. I think it was Jeff yes. Smith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it, it was only the Jets. I mean, Decker's all he had. Ooh. Okay. So for the next five games, because each each team plays 17 games now, yeah. um, Tyreek Hill needs to average 124 yards per game to break 2,000 yards. That's doable. For the season. He is currently averaging per game 114. 114. Okay. So, God, that is that is an unbelievable record, dude. Calvin Johnson said that, and that and that was when they still played sixteen games. Yeah, wow. Well, I mean, Calvin Johnson put up three hundred twenty six yards against Dallas one game. So that's right, that's right. And like the three man, touchdowns, the legend. Ah. That was when they were pulling him down like on purpose. Mm-hmm. They're like, "I'll take the penalty." Yes, right. Beats right. touchdown. Yeah, it does. Know? It does. Dude. You got to run it now. At that point, yeah, yeah. So, um. A record to certainly keep your 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 eyes on. That's 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 gonna be fun to see. Okay, because I mean he he is the the only player with a chance. Is the rushing record outside like twenty one oh seven? Then uh, the rushing record is certainly more than the receiving yards record. I think it's gotta be twenty one or maybe twenty seventy nine or something like that. Eric Dickerson still has it. Yes, Eric Dickerson does. Two thousand one hundred five. Twenty one oh five. Also okay, so twenty one oh seven. Like yeah. Yeah, and then AP. Yeah, it was close. Oh, so close, so bloody close, dude. He was eight yards away from from tying it. Nine and yards. Jamal away. Lewis. Oh, that's right. Talk about a good yes. for a little bit type of guy. Yes. Then he tore his ACL twice. Right. Like like right. I think it's consecutive seasons. Oh goodness, dude. Then who was that? Wow. Next. And then Barry Sanders is fourth. Yeah. Derek, Derek Henry. Henry is fifth. Yeah, Derrick Henry is the Terrell only Davis. active player on this list. Oh, Jonathan Taylor. Is that Chris Johnson? Uh, yes, Chris Johnson's number wow. seven. OJ Simpson's number wow. eight. Dude, he had like one good year. Yeah, he did. That was 09. Yeah. I guess That's 09. He had a decent career. And yeah. then he's a pretty good backup, too, uh, for a little bit for Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Like, w- w- would come in, just be like, I'll play. I'll be the old Chris Johnson for like four games. That's right. That's right. And that was it. <laughs> what was Emmett's best year? Emmett's best year... What, 1,800? Let's see. He never had 2,000, I don't think. Emmett Smith, uh, 1,773. Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. 1773. He was just a consistent machine. That, that, was, yeah. that was his like, yeah, he was. glory. But, God damn, that year he had 25 touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, that was the record at the time. Yeah, yeah. The and then record, it got broken by Larry Johnson, I think. LT. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, the, the record Chiefs. got broken by Sean Alexander. First? Uh, Wasn't Larry Johnson? First year, let's see, let's see. Or L, no, 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 I think it was LT actually. LT definitely broke it. Yeah. And then I think a random Chiefs guy like Larry Johnson or something like that. Priest Holmes. Priest Holmes. Yeah. Ninety five. Yeah. I'm sorry. In in 03, Emmett was in ninety five. Okay. That's wild, dude. Oh my god. So I, I knew it was a random Chiefs. Wow. Larry Johnson. How many did he have with the Chiefs? Because he had a couple. Oh yeah, yeah. Really good year. Yeah, twenty. Twenty. Okay, he mm-hmm. tie, uh, didn't tie. Larry Johnson. Twenty five. What a boss, dude. Jonathan Taylor is the only active player on this top 25 list. Him and Derrick Henry for most touchdowns in a single year. Taylor with 18, Henry with 17. Still very What's impressive. What's AP's best? Um, AP. 18? He had 18, I see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Yep. 
amazing dude in that magical uh, time with the Vikings. God, he was good then. Anyone wow. going to break 28? 28. That is amazing, dude. I, I don't see that happening. It's, wow. it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, maybe not. But the way the league's gone and committee running backs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's no true bell cow backs anymore. No. And with the exception of maybe three or four teams. Le- Considering that the rushing touchdown leader right now is 13. Yeah. With five games to go. Uh-huh. I mean, he would literally have to average three touchdowns a game for the rest of the season just to tie it. Yeah. Yeah, very You're right, true. man. It's that that might be a record that's not necessarily unbreakable with the extra game, but due to how the game is played t- today, today, it is very unlikely. But the game ebbs and flows, man. Like we might it maybe does. we'll see a shift back towards a run heavy offense again. That would be kind of cool to see. I mean, probably not with again with the way the game is played, right. analytics and speed and mm-hmm. well, a 10% chance to catch the ball and run from that round angle. <laughs> So, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, let's move on to uh, Monday night. Yes. It's the last game. It's a must-win game for the New England Patriots. Yes. For reasons already stated with the uh, Jets and Bills. So they'll, they will know whether or not this turns into a definite must-win game by the time they get into this specific game. Um, mm-hmm. Because if the Jets win... All right, they have a, a. They're still looking outside the playoffs, but they have an opportunity to potentially catch the Bills. Mm-hmm. If the Jets lose, then the Bills probably run away with the division the rest of the season. It's theirs to lose at least, and the the Patriots have a far fetched chance of catching um, the playoff spot, simply because I don't think they're as good as the Jets team is right now. No, no, they are not. So who am I going to pick? I think Bill Belichick will get the job done. Mm-hmm. Keep them in contention because he always has a competitive team. I think he was what sub five hundred one in the last like twenty two seasons. With yeah, the first the year is Mac Jones lights out. Yes. So he's yes. he's gonna find a way to get this done. I think he's gonna own Kingsbury, who has been exposed. I feel as not so much of this offensive genius as people thought it was going to be. No, I don't think so. Um, even though the. Well, actually, no. I, I, I can't make a case for their offense because they are very middle of, of the road this year. Yeah. <laughs> At uh, yeah. 17th overall in, in uh, passing yards. Um, you know, I, I do know the, the Cardinals have an electric receiving core, but Kyler Murray just has not played up to standard yeah. this, this year. He's he's underwhelmed significantly. They've, they've lost their past two games against the Chargers and the Niners. Kyler Murray's just playing too much Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's what it comes down to? Uh, just Call of Duty? Call of Duty that might that, that might be a, a very small piece of the puzzle, but I, yeah. I, I, I do think it is a factor there. I think so. Um, it could be. So, I He's mean, probably playing right now. Right? In West Coast time? Yeah, Actually, probably. no, wait. What day is it? It's Friday? Yeah, so he's not on the road yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll travel. Maybe they do travel two days early. I bet the NFL would. They'll leave on a Friday. Let's see that. Let's see that. When do NFL teams land in there? I bet some probably go on Saturday, but I bet you some will probably go on Friday, yeah. depending on where the game's at. Like, this one's... Actually, no, it's a home game for them, so he's definitely at home. He's at home. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. Patriots have their own jet, so they can leave whenever they want. Yep, yep. Okay, yeah, yeah, you are right. Uh, I bet you the Patriots left, left today. Yes, yes. And they'll stay all day there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Get yep. acclimated for like the time zone a little right. bit at least. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah, 
Yeah, teams usually arrive at their away sites on a Friday or a Saturday. But there's a wicked snowstorm coming. Yes. <laughs> a wicked snowstorm. He did, he did it wrong. It's A-H. <laughs> Look at that. A-H, not W. For those Stomp. of you Stomp. wondering, we're looking at Quora uh, for when NFL teams arrive at their away stadiums. Uh, sorry, their away opponents. Um, storm. And there was a post, fantastic, by uh, definitely some East Coast dude yeah. uh, written five years ago. Awesome. So Storm, East Has Coast Storm. Five upvotes. I'm giving that it's sixth. He's going to get a notification dude. like, what the? Oh, right from five years. Holy shit! A blast even, from the past. I don't even dude. check this email anymore. <laughs> it's deactivated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna make this quick and short. Take. I'm gonna take the the pats. Here. Pats. Yes. Good. Yes. All right. Last bit of um, news here regarding the MLB. Dude, players are getting paid getting right paid. now. The free agent market. The free agent stove has been scalding hot. It has been. Wow. $300 million contracts are just getting yes. handed so out. So for Trey Turner, like candy. 11 years for yep. 300 mil. Aaron Judge, 9 years for 360. Yep. Xander Bogarts, um, I want to say. Just under 280. Yep. 11 years for 280. Um, dude, teams, the rich, like we said, are getting richer. The podcast, yes, started. Uh, the rich are Houston Science, Jose Abreu. Yes. And then Justin Verlander goes to the Mets, who I don't like. Nah, that's so that that that's a trade, not trade, a signing. That yeah, it pairs Scherzer and Verlander together again. Mm-hmm. But I think Verlander really showed his age this year and getting shellacked in the playoffs. Oh, he certainly. And did. I don't know if it's because he pitched one game too many in the regular season, and maybe they'll have him do a pitch count this year as he gets into his mid forties, <laughs> entering a literally eighty-six million dollar contract. God, so. It's not that I don't think he can get done during the regular season, but I think that I'm oh, sorry, not mid forties, thirty nine <laughs> as he enters his forties. Right. I right. thought I thought he was forty two or whatever. Um, my my mistake. But <laughs> look at how old Max Scherzer is right now. I think he's not far behind. I think Scherzer's thirty eight. Yeah. yeah let's see I think this. Scherzer will be thirty nine. Now they did lose uh, uh, Jacob Degrom, so I I understand the signing. Because you lost your ace, you lost your two times Cy Young winner. Right. You lost your three time, you know, all MLB first team pitcher as well. Mm-hmm. So you had to do something to replace him. I do like the fact that they solidified their closing role by giving Edwin Diaz the oh, extension in the yes, contract. For sure. And they for also sure. extended Brandon Nimmo, their center fielder, who was a great leadoff hitter. Um, he's he's got he's got power, he's got speed on the base pad as well. So the Mets are are still gonna be a very competitive team, but the Braves and the Phillies are gonna be Loading tough up. competition to yes. miss. So no doubt. Like like we stated prior to this, rich just can keep on getting richer. They certainly do. And that NL East might be the best division because I think with outside of the Padres and the Dodgers, they're pretty stacked on that side mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, they are. But then you look at the Central, like who really stands out from there? Cardinals, but they were good, but not like the hundred yeah. win dominant true. team. True, you no, know, true. I think the Braves, the Mets, the Dodgers, the Padres now, mm-hmm. but with, with the signing of Xander Bogarts and Tatis suspension being over, yes, yes. they all those teams have potential to win hundred games. Mm-hmm. Very true, very true. And you can't forget about the the Yanks either. No, resigned the star and Aaron Judge. Yes. Yes, the man bet on himself big time back he did. in spring training when he 
declined a deal that was closer, I think, to just three hundred million, only three hundred million. So I think he's thirty years old, though, right? Already? Aaron Judge. Yeah, I do know he's an older player. He came to prominence later in his career. Later, yeah, yeah, a late bloomer here. Um, he is. 30. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so this right. contract will extend until he's, he's 11 years he got. Wow, it, it, yes, 11 years. Yeah, so he's always 41. 41. So, wow. if you get, what, six good years? Mm-hmm. Is that a win? I mean, you're paying $60 million a year if you think about it from that perspective. So, let, so. so let's say he... The Yankees have to have... You think, in order for his contract to be successful, does he have to win a World Series? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Oh, Especially in New doubt. York. Yes. 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 Probably, I mean, maybe two. Maybe two. Maybe eleven maybe years—a long time. They signed him for that big of a deal. I think it's the second largest deal in MLB history, right behind Mike Trout's. Yeah, I agree. Uh, which was just just over four hundred million. Um, well, actually, I might stand corrected here because I know John Carlos signed that massive um, deal with the Marlins back in the day. Um, largest contracts in baseball history. Does Otani stay in L.A.? Ooh. Because I think this is a contract year coming up for him. I think he does. I, I think if they're smart, they... Well, they, they could also trade him, get a lot of pr- prospects, kind of re- rebuild their team. A lot. Because they have been so mediocre trash. for so goddamn Me- long. No, you're not trash. Just, just mediocre. Yes. Like, yes. Not the worst, but... Definitely not good enough to make the playoffs. Uh huh. Like after the month of April, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Very true, dude. Very true. They'll start off okay, and then like, oh, well, they're five hundred in of May, and then from Memorial Day through Labor Day. After that, it's like yes, just abysmal. Yes, yes, abysmal. <laughs> oh, Robinson Cano, that's a blast from the past. Robbie Cano, he's still getting paid, dude. More met. Wow, that is absolutely amazing. Um, so this this list of largest contracts is all over the board. No thank you site. What is that? What are they doing? Um, what are they doing? <laughs> you should write them. Write them a message. Pride yourselves in good journalism, and that is not it. Aaron Judge, biggest one? No. Aaron Judge is the well, is the biggest one. 360 million. 360 million. Yeah. But, okay, just think about this. Oh, it's only nine years. Right. Not 11. Right. Just think about this. To put everything into perspective, to tie a nice bow on this big news for free agent signings, Aaron Judge in nine years will not make as much as Cristiano Ronaldo will in two years. Yes. <laughs> that is amazing, dude. How many games are in a season? 30? Uh, for club is about 33. Oh, 33 to bro. 35. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> Aaron Judge is getting hosed. That's disgusting. <laughs> it is disgusting. So okay. Saudi need a baseball league. They really do. They really do. Imagine those make contracts. Yeah, one point two billion. Oh, for five years. <laughs> Leave it or take it. You're gonna pay me two hundred fifty million a year. Oh my god, dude. Okay, so just all right. So think about this. Um, if Ronaldo plays thirty five matches yeah. next season, he's getting five point seven million dollars per match. Per match. <laughs> What the fuck, dude? Even if he sits on the bench, which yeah. he which he did last week with Portugal, they they benched. Did he get into like a fight ass. with his coach or whatever? Uh, allegedly, yes. yes. Is he going to start this game coming up? We'll see against Portugal. We'll yeah, um, I mean Portugal does. Um, you know when they put him out on the pitch, 
it's it's either his way or, or the highway. So I think they are making the right call by benching him, yeah. going for a more youthful a, a, approach, more more speed too in the final third. I mean, he is thirty seven. So he just has like, a fucking cannon still, right? Is that oh like his, yes, yes, yeah. he does. Like any for free sure. kick, penalty mm-hmm. kick, he's just. Mm-hmm. The man stands broad and tall. Just boot it. Yes, sir. And he does that celebration. Ha! Yes. The nice 360. Is that what he does? Yep. Yeah. Yep. What if yeah. Terrence is Terrence's ACL one day doing it? <laughs> Just lands weird. Pull a... Who was that? Martin Grammatica, the the kicker back in the day. Who, the one that celebrated? Who, yes. Yeah, yes. towards ACL. God, dude. There's also a lineman that did that, a celebration like that, too, and, like, stomped the ground, like, ah! And then, like, oh, like towards ACL that way. Oh, yeah. fuck, dude. Stupid. I can't imagine that. That would be so really dumb. Can. Yeah, yeah. I feel so dumb. Oy, oy, oy. All right, my friend. Monologues real quick? I think so. Okay, let's do this. So. It's getting I, late. It Jeez, is. It's a Dude, long it's, one. It's 10 o'clock right it's now. and a half. Eric, we're, we're cooking. Yes. We're cooking. We're cooking with some fire and oil right now. Woo-wee. Um, okay, quick monologue from me. Yep. Shout out here um, to Baker Mayfield. To Baker Mayfield, I was I was watching his his game <clears throat> against the Raiders uh, this this past Thursday, of course, in which the Raiders had the lead going into the fourth quarter and somehow still choked. Uh, not the first time they've done that this season, but that's beside the point. Baker Mayfield, forty eight hours after getting signed by the Rams, he steps into the starting role after the Rams' first drive. Um, so he is. St- all of a sudden catapulted into this starting role in which he has had almost no experience with. He was was learning just a handful of, of plays in his time coming into the Rams offense. So he had to partner up with Sean McVay, the quarterback's coach, the offensive coordinator, get a boot camp um, like right after landing at 9 p.m. on Tuesday in Los Angeles yeah. to get up to speed. That's absolutely amazing. That so, is amazing. Um, and what's more amazing is that he had a two-minute drive that was 98 yards. That is stuff of absolute legend. That would even make Tom Brady proud, you know, or at least um, cognizant of the fact that Baker is a legitimate quarterback. And he he proved that on Thursday. So the man did what it it did what had to be done to um, to once again upset the Raiders. <laughs> Who just cannot win in critical moments um, this this year? They they choke, but again, that is beside the point. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield is is just fun to watch, dude. He has he has a bravado about him, and what I I noticed was most impressive was his command of communication during pre snap plays. His his presence at the line of scrimmage was fantastic like he really set the tone for his his offensive line he at least appeared to be a leader when it mattered the most and that that helped them so much in those final moments of that game to to come back from down 16 to 10 and win 17 to 16 or down 16 to 3 i thought yes yeah yes at at one point that pet is correct yeah. right right i so, wonder oh sorry i cut you off no you're fine but i, I was gonna thinking I wonder how many times McVeigh was making a play call and Baker's like, what the fuck does that mean? Right? Like, he's just like, I don't know what these plays mean, guys. Like, like some 25-word play call. Yeah, he's like, can you just, can you give me two? <laughs> <laughs> and like how frustrating that must have been for, for yes. not only McVeigh, but Baker as well. Yes. He's like, yes. I only got through the first like 40 pages of your playbook, coach. Like, yeah. 
Only um, the first 40. Yeah. I, I, I legitimately wonder how many plays are in McVay's playbook. <sighs> one, one has to wonder. Now, one does not have to wonder about how Sean McVay reacted after the Rams won. That is an all-time gif yeah. right, right now. Just his face of absolute elation when he sees the Rams pull off the unfathomable in the last two minutes. Um, just the expression on his face is why you love to watch sports because they can be so un- unpredict- unpredictable. The The game's never done until the, the last whistle is blown. So this, this game is a perfect example of that. I love sports. Baker Mayfield's great. Thank you. And uh, I look forward to seeing what he, he has to offer for the rest of this year. And, and also, if that's going to set the tone for this week's slate of games, I'm mm-hmm. excited for Sunday. Dude. That's going to be a great Sunday. Yes. Definitely going to be a great Sunday. Yes. All right, boss. All right, Sam. So I'll do a quick quick monologue here. Always got to touch upon the hockey season. Yes, please. Uh, De- Devils, once again, continuing an extremely hot start into the month of December. They actually lost tonight against the Islanders, 6-4. to four. Shout out to Jack Hughes, who is in the running for the Norris Trophy this year, trying to get the MVP. Um, he's had not only eight points in the last seven games, but he is on pace to have over 100 points this season as a second-year player. Wow. So he's having an extremely productive sophomore season. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of fun to watch. Hell yeah. I, I did read news that there was a player who scored four goals in, in the match. Yes. The other day. Buffalo. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Tomas, I uh, can't remember his last freaking name right now. But yeah, there's also, so speaking of that game, there was, uh, I saw uh, from Pickwise, who is this betting website. Okay. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> quick shout out. Yeah, quick shout out. Um, that someone placed like a $10,000 bet on the Blue Jackets. To win that game, oh, and then God. at the end of the first period, it was four zero. <laughs> at one point, the score was nine to two. Oh my God! Yeah, so oh. Buffalo really poured it on. Yeah, they certainly yeah. did. And it was just oh, it was just that the sad Jordan memes. <laughs> just <laughs> fuck, man. Oh, that's funny. So, what was the the final score? I think it was game? I think it was a uh, nine to four, nine to three. Oh my God, like that, yeah. dude. That's yeah. an absolute obliteration. Yeah, it was. It wow, was, it was a dominant performance, <laughs> to say the least. Holy hell! Yeah, nine to four was the final score. Nine to four, dude. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, Tage Thompson, not Tomas. Okay, he had okay. he had four in the first five, five, five goals, goals overall. Holy shit! Yeah, I think the most goals in the game is seven. Okay, seven, okay. seven goals in a game. That's right. He scored four in the first period. Yeah. Five overall. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. Absolutely insane. Crazy. Story. How how old is Tage? I think he's young. Yeah, young player. Is this going to be the no. beginning of something special? I don't think for him? so. No, I don't think so. He's not like a household name, so to speak. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This he's season, tw- he's twenty five. Twenty one goals helps to have a five goal game. Yeah, it does. forty points. He's actually off to a very hot start. Yeah, take that back. Yeah. I want to take that back. Not bad at all, dude. Don't take that back. <laughs> Step it back now, y'all. All right. All right. We're getting country. We're getting country. I just got to see his Wow. Stats. Okay. He's a big man. He's six foot seven, two eighteen. Yeah. He's, Holy he's like hell. Almost seven feet on skates. Wow. 
That's an intim- an intimidating force coming at you. Okay, yeah. So last year he scored oh thirty eight goals. Okay, yeah. So this this cat can play. Yes, he can, dude. This cat can play, and he's only yeah. How do you say old? Oh, he's twenty five. He's twenty five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bright future. Taze Thompson. I'll keep an eye. A first round pick too in twenty eighteen. I'll keep an Sorry. eye. Sorry, Taze Thompson. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Taze Thompson. He he's been playing a long time. Fourth dude. in points right now. I remember the name. I stand corrected. All right. Taze Thompson. The double T. Double T. T squared. There you go. Yeah. Right wing for the Buffalo Sabres. There you go. God. All right, Sam. Thanks for listening. It's been a pleasure. Everyone out there. Yes. Uh, go France. <laughs> go, go England. <laughs> go Argentina. Anyone but them. <laughs> Until next time, y'all. Yeah.